today on the Sales Life Podcast. When you're losing, what are you trying to do? Uh, win. But oftentimes when you're trying to win again, you're using old filters, old mechanics, old things, and you're, it's such ingrained in you, you're not trying anything new. And so you keep doing these repeated behaviors, but it becomes you're not alive, you're not awake, you're not, it's nothing new, it's, it's almost robotic. And you're just hoping some way, somehow, that you'll get out of this death spiral that you're in. Hi, this is Rich Villar. I'm William McCormick. I'm Sean Hill. I'm Kenny Landrum. You're listening to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. All right, TSL, let's get it. Welcome back or welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. And The Sales Life is just not for those in the sales profession. It's for those who are building the life skills of selling. Now, listen, if you're not in the sales profession, don't worry about it. It's okay because it is my mission to get you to be a top producer, not only professionally, but also personally in life. So I know that you can take some of these skills, even though sometimes we're talking about the sales profession, you could take these skills and apply them to your life as well. Ta-da! That's why I call it the sales life. So I'm sitting in my car because the acoustics is better. So that's where I normally record the podcast. It's August. It's uh, like one o'clock. It's hot as Hades outside. So I'm going to keep today's episode super, super brief because I try to record it when the uh, with no air, with no engine running because it sounds better. <laughs> so uh, good luck on this, man, because I'm going to get out drenched in sweat. Plus, I got dark black interior on my truck, too. So, man, August Louisiana heat and dark leather interior. What a ripe combination. Good thing I wore deodorant today. <laughs> so, uh, riffing off of uh, Michael Gervais' podcast uh, with Cal Ripken Jr. And, dude, I'm telling you, you, you heard me in a couple of podcasts back. You got to listen to the episode. I'm telling you, you got to listen to the episode. Even if you, dude, I'm not a big baseball fan. But I, I love the competitive spirit uh, when athletes talk, and especially you know somebody of Cal Ripken's um, nature, man. I mean, dude's an Ironman, uh, sixteen hundred over sixteen hundred consecutive games played, and he was uh, like toward the end of the podcast, almost turned it off because I thought I heard it all, but toward the end of the podcast because they were kind of wrapping up, but they were still kind of uh, wrapping along, and and Ripken talked about something there at the end he said in 1987 he was in a uh, consecutive uh, he was on a five-year consecutive inning streak so five years consecutive innings never missed a game and it was the bottom of the ninth uh, bottom of the eighth and his dad who was the manager of the Orioles uh, came up to him and said look we're getting blown out by the Blue Jays why don't you just take an inning off and his dad did it more so as a as a dad move and not a manager move. Probably wasn't the best management decision. But he did it because what he wanted to do is he really wanted to take the story off the table. He wanted to take the pressure off because all the all the press wanted to know was when the streak was going to end and how long the streak could go on. And there was a lot of pressure to that. So he said, why don't you just take the inning off? And so Rifkin did. And to his amazement, is at the, at the at the top of the ninth, his brother um, Bobby, I think is his name, came running out to uh, to throw Ripken his uh, cow his glove, 
And Cal said, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not playing. And his brother like was like, dude, what the hell? And you know, you're not hurt. I mean, there's, you got a, you got a streak going on here. And he said, no, I'm out. And Cal said it really bothered him. And so much so that when he got to the hotel room that night, he wrote a 14 page letter to himself. And I think dude on a sidetrack, I think self-assessment for you is key. And I, I have conversations with myself all the time. Um, in the mornings, I have conversations with myself in the truck. I, and I do write letters to myself in third person. Um, I think that's important. And so he wrote, because you can, you can untie a lot of these different thoughts without condemning yourself. And Rifkin came across this 14-page letter recently in a box. And he read it again, and it, and it really choked him up. And in that letter, he really questioned himself, why did you do it? Because there was no real value in taking a inning off. It's not like he woke up the next day, refreshed, rejuvenated, I'm ready to take on the world, let's go. He said there was no value to it at all. There was no mental value, no um, physical value to it. It was just the streak was over. And I really questioned myself, did you just lay down? Did you just quit? And he said, the analytical side of me kicked in. And he said, from an analytical standpoint, when I'm swinging the bat well, uh, of course, I want to keep the momentum going. So when I'm playing well, I, I, I want to stay in the game. I want to keep swinging the bat well because, and just build the momentum because everything's in my favor. But he said, when I'm not playing well, when I'm in the loss, what better time to work on something new when I'm losing. And dude, I heard this. I'm like, oh my God. I've never thought about that. Because when you're losing, what are you trying to do? Uh, win. But oftentimes when you're trying to win again, you're using old filters, old mechanics, old things. And you're, it's such ingrained in you. You're not trying anything new. And so you keep doing these repeated behaviors, but it becomes... You're not alive. You're not awake. You're not, it's nothing new. It's, it's almost robotic. And you're just hoping some way, somehow, that you'll get out of this death spiral that you're in. And I never thought about it. When you're in a losing situation, what better time to sit there and try something new? Something that when you were winning, you tried to keep winning, right? You try not to lose. And so there may be things that you've thought about trying um, and never wanted to do it because, hey, this is working. The car business is, is, is a poster child for, uh, you know, if it's, if it's working, don't, not if it's broke, don't fix it. it we, we don't even see things broken. We just say, oh, this worked for 60 years, so let me keep this thing going. We're archaic in some things. It just drives me bonkers. But from a professional standpoint, when you're losing, Take the pressure off yourself. And instead of being so worried and wrapped up with when I'm going to win again, I'm going to use this moment to work on things that I've been wanting to work on. 
Try something new. Dude, I mean, if you think about some of the most despairing moments when you had no options, if you think about some of the most despairing moments like the pandemic that we're in and businesses have had the scramble and they had nothing, but they got super, super creative. They tried things new that they probably would not have done before. Businesses have done that. People have done that. And it's the same sort of analogy that you take into your own life. So when you're on a losing streak, it doesn't have to be a pandemic, but when you're on a losing streak, use these times to open your game up a little bit. And you're going to discover new techniques and new facets about your game. So for an athlete, it's a different grip. It's a different stance. It's the way that he, uh, you know, the different mechanics, right? For your sales life, it's much the same way. So it could be different phrases, it could be different ways of delivering, it could be different techniques, the way that you call, the way that you work a lead, something that, look, I'm losing anyway. So let me use this time that I'm losing, take the curse off of, oh my God, when am I going to win again, and try something new. Why not? What better time to do it? Let me put it like this. Have you ever had one of those situations, one of those moments where you're working with a customer or you just walk into a situation and the situation is torched, right? I mean, it's gone. Your customer's gone. I mean, the whole situation is just, it's just zeroed out and there's no life coming back to this thing. And so it's one of those moments where you just say, oh, well, to hell with it. I'm going to pull the pin in the gray, blow the whole damn thing up. And here's what you do in a productive way. I've had situations where the customer was rolling out the door. This is where legends are made. Where the customer was rolling out the door, I mean, just gone. Everything was gone. Customer was out on the lot. Gone. When I tell you gone, like, they, he is never coming back here again. And I stayed with him and I said, hell, it's a loss anyway. They're not coming back anyway. So let me try something so bold, so brash, and damn if it didn't work. And people who are watching you, they think they're, they're watching you about to fail and fall flat on your face. And they look at you and they're like, oh my God, that just worked. And you're saying to yourself, dude, you, you go from five foot five to eight foot nine. I mean, all of a sudden you're standing so much more confident. The customer loves you. And you walk out of there, it didn't matter if, you, if, if your house burned down on the way home. You felt that high about yourself. See, it was in those losing moments where you zeroed everything out and you basically said, F it. Let's just go for broke. Let's go for it all. That's the kind of situations I'm looking at. That's the kind of situations I'm talking about. So when you find yourself maximum or minor situations that you find yourself and you're losing, you're on an 0 and 11 streak. Use these situations to open your game up. Just take the curse off. Of course, winning is important. Of course, becoming a success is important. You're going to get there anyway. The fact that it bothers you, you're going to be a, be a success. So don't even worry about that. Why not? With, 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 with good form and technique, but why not try things that you've been stalemating forever? Too scared to try. I mean, from a technology standpoint, oftentimes in our business, in the car business, we shy away from the technological standpoint. So many times I have older managers, what they'll do is they'll hug their blankie, man. They'll stay stuck to the nipple of what they've always done. 
And so many times when I'm losing or it's not working right or it came out just flat terrible, I do it again and I do it again. I keep going at it because it's in those losing moments that I know it is ripe. It is fertile ground for learning new things. How can you learn anything new if you don't try anything new? And what better time when you're losing <laughs> to try something new, man? In the loss. In the loss, man is where you find new wins, not the results, new wins to your game, new wins to your sales. And you discover just a whole nother brilliant side. And people look at you and be like, bro, can you help me? <clears throat> I like this because you can, it, it takes, instead of being pressed down by your mentality, by your brain, by your depression, and it's talking smack to you. You ain't about nothing no more. You done lost your touch. You're running at your mental self. You're running at your mental game and saying, oh, yeah, I'm losing. Watch this. And your your mentality is going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Let's do the old thing, man. The old thing is what I really wanted you to do. Let's play it safe, Marsh. And what you're doing is, is you're running at that damn thing saying, oh, no. Let's pull the pin. Let's get after it. And you're going to open things up and you're going to open up new facets and abilities and techniques and strengths and all kind of abilities that you had no idea. And all of a sudden you become another niche man. You become another another uh, go to man. So in the deepest, darkest, most desperate moments when you're losing, you still stand confident because I ain't worried about losing. I won't stay losing. And I'll win again because I'm working on new techniques. All right? Man, share today's episode. Subscribe to today's episode. If this is your first time here, subscribe to it. And hit me up, man. I'm on all the socials. Also, text me, 337-565-0906. And be sure to leave a rating and review to today's, uh, or your takeaway, uh, rating and review. Let me try that again to the sales life because this is what's going to get Notice, people are shopping for other podcasts to listen to, and I need your rating and your review to say, hey, this is one that you want to stop at. This is the one. So let's get after it. Remember, the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you. Remember, because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life. Peace.